You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. They say turnaround is fair play. And Chris and I have been wondering before this episode of the Paracast started what we were getting ourselves into. Because we've done listener roundtables. And we've got another listener roundtable. But the only difference is we are the guests, Chris and I. And they are the hosts. Sort of. Like, I'll be kind of a ringmaster and keep it going. We'll introduce our guests in just a moment and they'll say hello to you. Some you've heard before on the show. One guest has never been on the show. And after this, he probably won't come back. But first, let me tell you what we've got going here. We've got the Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. What's it all about? It has to do with the fact that we offer a higher quality version of the Paracast without the network ads. We offer after the Paracast, which is sort of an extension to the show, or maybe a post-game show, or a wrap-up show, and sometimes we have special guests there. After the Paracast, we also have an open chat room, for better or worse, that's going to eventually have scheduled events. We've got video content coming, plus.theparacast.com, and we're going to bribe you to subscribe. And here's how it works. You have a subscription, $5 a month. That's real cheap. It's just, what, about the same price as a Starbucks coffee. I won't say that Starbucks advertises. We also, for $50, give you a year subscription and a copy of Christopher O'Brien's Secrets of the Mysterious Valley. But if you go for five years at $175, you get that book. And one more, this is the new wrinkle, Stalking the Tricksters. So for $175, five-year subscription, it's like getting 18 months free and two eBooks. And these are eBooks in regular PDF format, so you don't have to have a Kindle reader or something really weird. Plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. Here to interrogate us, and I will have them say something as I introduce them. First, we have one of our favorite forum participants who's been on the show before, Burnt State. Welcome back. Thank you very much for having me on. I'm happy to be here to intro and uh, interrogate you. Well, that's how it goes. This way, if they arrest me, I'll be ready. Jeff Crowell has been on before. He's a forum moderator. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good, Gene. Thanks again for having us on. We have Ufology, affectionately known as Randall, who was on once before. Is that correct, sir? Oh, yeah, that's absolutely correct. Uh, Fabulous experience, and happy birthday, Gene. Well, that's right. We're doing this on September 9th. I have just passed the 600 mark. (laughs) And that's in dog years, so you have to multiply it by seven. Divide by seven. It's still a lot. It's still a lot. I think someday we'll all live that long. You know, doesn't E.T. live forever? So you're like Methuselah's brother or? Uh, Something like that. And we have a new friend of the show, and his avatar is the original classic Apple's rainbow avatar, the rainbow logo. Chris Johnson, you're doing this with Apple's permission? Just a little homage. So I take it here that one or more of you was actually listening to Apple's media event today. Yes, I was. Okay. We're not going to get much into that except for a comment Chris made before. I think that Apple is just taking over the world. What do you think, Chris? In fact, we've got to do this this way since we have two Chris's here. We can call Mr. O'Brien KK 
or we can call Chris Johnson CJ. Does that work for you, CJ? Yeah, I think that's the best way to go. Okay, Chris, what do you think? Apple taking over the world and making it ready for E.T. to land? Well, I don't think it's by accident that uh, the Garden of Eden featured an apple uh, that was being bitten into and driving humans out of uh, out of paradise. I think the more people um, are buying into Apple products, the more people's nose will be buried in their their chests. I think we're going to have less people keeping uh, their eyes to the sky, keeping aware of their environment. And I think we're actually going to see less sighting events now that uh, everybody is so totally engrossed in their uh, cell phones and tablets. I, 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 don't, I don't like it. I don't like a, a trend like that myself. Well, is that the reason why we don't get really a lot of compelling UFO photos? Because either they're fake or the people who might be seeing something are busy texting. Yeah, we could be seeing, uh, you know, a continuation of this long downward slide, this sort of decline of civilization. Um, I really don't think that that's uh, a good thing. I'm looking at this as people becoming more and more isolated, really, Um, even though there's all these uh, points of connection all over. I think people are becoming more and more isolated. If you look at the new words that have been added uh, into the Webster's Dictionary, they're all narcissistic. They're all twerking and tweaking and and, uh, selfies and... I go up to Grand Canyon, you know, several times a week, and I I, I want to just take one of these selfie sticks and wrap it around some, you know, one of these people's necks. It, it's just, or beat them with it. It's just the narcissism that I'm seeing in the younger generations. I, you know, I may be showing my age here a little bit, but you know, it's just there's just something wrong about it. <laughs> Isn't it true here though that Donald Trump has done selfies, Obama has done selfies, Hillary has done selfies. So if you're running for president, now you have to do a selfie. I have never, ever done a selfie. Okay. I don't think I have either, now that you mention it. I think people have included me in their selfies, but I'm not, I don't, I try to keep photographs and and pictorial images of of me down to a minimum, unless they're paying me. (laughs) Well, there is that. Listen here, let's really jump into whatever we're doing. Now, to preface this, Our four guests have their own questions, their own issues they want to discuss. We also have questions from our audience. When you add them all together, probably won't be time to do any more of this guff. So let's get started. I'm thinking here we should go alphabetical, not to really hurt anybody's ego. But that depends. So burnt state being the letter B, being ahead of the other letters, why don't you start the ball rolling? Do you have any questions or comments to offer us? Well, I've got one initial comment, which is I've been listening to the show since uh, for many years since the Biedney era, and I've heard Chris right from the beginning. And I just wanted to thank both of you for creating such a strong show and for investigating uh, paranormality with seriousness, with a sense of humor, and to do it relentlessly week after week. And I think just in honor of your birthday, it's worth us just celebrating that fact that you are just such excellent contributors uh, to the field. And I just wanted to bring that up as, a, as an initial point before we get down and dirty with things. So uh, basically you. here, you're going to compliment us and then yes. it's open season. <laughs> and then that's it. So, so here we go. What I wanted to do really quickly with both of you is a little lightning round thing to kind of set the tone for the audience in terms of where you're coming from on some issues. I've just got 11 quick uh, points here that I'd like you to respond to with, yes, it's real, gray basket, or you might say false or hoaxed or human imagination. Maybe we can have Chris answer first, and then Gene, you can come in as the elder statesman after. Sound good? 
all this commenting about my age. <sighs> the older statesman, but you see, my voice gets older as we speak. I'm getting very old. <laughs> there we go. Fire away, Robert. Apparently Irish. <laughs> well, actually, I'm an Irish Jew. No, I'm not. My family comes from East Europe. Go ahead. Chris, Loch Ness Monster. Grey Basket. Gene. Ditto. Bigfoot. I think there's something there. Uh, what's the affirmative word? Uh, it could be yes, it's real, or something there. Whatever you think is appropriate. Probable. Okay. Gene? I'll go with that. I think there's a possibility for it. Alien abductions. Mm, gray basket, definitely. I don't want to sound like I'm just echoing Chris, <laughs> but definitely gray basket. Military abductions. Yeah, yeah affirmative. I, I think that's, that's going on. Has been for a while. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Before we go on, we've got to do a break. I'll have to control the breaks because, you know, it's going to get real confusing. And then we'll continue with the seven deadly questions that are already in progress from Burnt State. So it's turnaround time. A listener roundtable asked Gene and Chris. And what's going to happen next? I have no idea. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paragos. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TechNightOwl for a special discount. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. As if chlorine in our water weren't bad enough, now they're adding ammonia? It's true. Some municipalities are now adding ammonia plus chlorine to your water supply. It's a disinfectant called chloramine. But with a trusted Big Berkey water filter, you can keep chloramine out of your water. New NSF EPA certified lab tests show EPA Berkey water filters remove chloramines, pharmaceuticals, BPA, pesticides, bacteria and viruses, all forms of fluoride, and much more. Big Berkey water filters are the original and most trusted on the market. The gold standard in water purification. And our filters last for years at less than two cents per gallon. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get your Big Berkey today. Call 1-877-99-BERKEY or click BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. 
Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. Do you owe the IRS money? Do you have years of unfiled returns? Has the IRS garnished your wages or put a lien against your house? The IRS has the power to make you pay back what they claim you owe and will stop at nothing to collect. If you are losing sleep over your IRS tax problem, there is a solution. Call Signature Tax now. Speak with our professionals and feel the weight of your tax burden lifted from your shoulders. Call 800-643-4661 for your free and confidential analysis on ending your tax nightmare. We can help get your life back on track and give you the fresh start you deserve. Our A-plus BBB-rated tax resolution team has over 125 years of combined experience to get you the best deal possible while stopping the IRS dead in their tracks. Call Signature Tax now at 800-643-4661. Call 800-643-4661. Again, that's 800-643-4661. 800-643-4661. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. I'm speechless. <laughs> you giving Nick Redfern a run for the money with that one. <laughs> yeah, that and Ming the Merciless from Chris Rutkowski. That was brilliant. Okay, our guests, Chris Johnson, Jeff Crowell, Ufology, Randall, Burnt State. Burnt State's been asking us questions with one-word answers or something like that about whether we believe or not believe or have a gray basket response. Would you continue, sir? Ghosts, Chris. I've seen one, so I've got to say yes. Gene? Ah, hmm. One time, my first wife saw a water elemental, which I guess is some kind of spiritual entity. I did not see anything. So I would say probably because I believe her, even though she was only my first wife. Okay. (laughs) Next one, uh, life after death, as in you die, you go to some strange mystical place, get in touch with God or whoever, and then manage to make it back to tell the tale. A couch like that, I'd say no, but uh, I think... You know, the the element that we call spirit or, or our sort of soul or, or spiritual presence, I think, continues on, yes. Gene? I'm wondering here about that. I go along with something continuing. Sometimes I think that the individual is not aware they're dead. They just move on to another reality. But something has to give somewhere, and I'd rather not think it just stops. Does that explain so it, anything? It, it does. So in keeping with that, how about Ouija boards and the ability to contact the dead? Chris? 
I've seen it with my own eyes, and I have uh, proof, investigative proof. So I say definitely. Yeah, it's it not everybody, I think, has that, that capability, but I have met people that do. Gene? I'm going to call it gray basket for now. I haven't seen the solid evidence, but I appreciate that there's a lot of data there. This one is for uh, one of the great posters out there, and that's uh, Wade. And this one's synchronicities. And when we say synchronicities, we mean that there's some kind of perhaps magical or mystical design at work in terms of patterning and the way that information comes to us and how we participate in that. Chris? Magical or or mystical, I'm not sure about that, but in terms of meaningful coincidence that seems to be part of an overall uh, formula uh, pattern, yes. Okay. Gene? Yes. And so this one here for you, Chris, cattle mutilations, false hoax, human imagination, paranormal. All the above. Yeah. Gene? I'll go with that, sure. But Chris is the expert on mutilations. I'm just a bystander. Thought we could get conflict there with that. Last question. Can you take a real picture of a UFO? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I agree with that. Definitely you can take one. The problem is here is that nowadays just about anything that appears on a digital camera or old-fashioned film can be duplicated and can be faked. That's it for me. Okay, let's go to CJ. Great. You know, I was thinking one of the reasons why I mentioned this kind of episode in the forums was, you know, having been a long-time listener myself, I think uh, since the, like Robert said, since the Biedny era, you guys have shared, you know, bits and pieces of your, what I call your origin story, you know, over numerous episodes. And I was hoping that we could use this opportunity to kind of pull everything together. So I know you've talked about some of this stuff in the past, but as hosts, Gene and Chris, what are your origin stories? What got you into the paranormal and the field of ufology uh, experiences or just reading? Was it film, TV? Did a relative bring you in? And, and what has kept your passion all these, all these decades? This is the origin story. It has nothing to do with being... Subject to radiation make me run very fast like The Flash or something like that since we have origin stories. This is not a comic book origin story. It's just me going to my brother's house on Carroll Street in Brooklyn when I was real young, like 11 years old, and seeing a book called Flying Saucers from Outer Space by Major Kehoe on a coffee table in the living room. He wasn't home. His wife was. And she said, I noticed you're looking at that book. Would you like to borrow it? And I said, sure. And I took it home, and I read it, and the rest is history. Why do I keep doing it? I guess because I don't know any better. So that single experience, just reading that Kehoe book, basically stoked your passion for these past several decades. Well, there's something else there, and I'm not going to make it into a paranormal incident. But I used to have recurring nightmares of something large and dark coming at me and it would move so fast and it was so frightening, I'd wake up. And that's something that has continued to puzzle me a little bit. Now, someone once told me there's a medical explanation for that. It stopped when I was in my early teens and never happened again. I don't know if there's any connection to anything else, but that was also going on. Wow. Chris? Well, I've mentioned this uh, a number of times on the show. Um, when I was uh, six or, or just ready to turn seven, I, I actually had an up-close and personal encounter with 
definitely three, possibly four non-human entities that uh, appeared around the foot of my bed. I was not paralyzed. I was completely awake. I hid under the covers. I think counted to 10 or did something under there to make sure I was awake, pulled the covers down, expecting them to be gone. They were there. Uh, they were my, my height, um, three and a half, four foot tall. They held in their hands out in front of them kind of stiffly uh, what appeared to be about foot and a half to two foot high wands is the only way I could describe it. I actually described them as stick men with spears later. But these things were self-illuminated. They, they had some sort of, of sparkly light inside that was illuminating them, their features uh, a little bit, not much. It was very dark in my basement uh, bedroom. Uh, they were very, very anorexic. They were, you know, the their arms were the uh, the size, you know, the the width of my thumb. Um, they were stick men. They were extremely anorexic looking, impossibly so. They had large heads. I I blanked out what their eyes looked like. I I don't remember their eyes. Uh, the little that I may remember does not conform to your standard um, big almond shaped eyes of a your standard gray. I think they were more human looking. I dashed out of my bed because I wanted to go upstairs and my parents had their own, you know, wing of the house uh, with an outdoor exit. I wanted to jump in their bed and say, hey, I'm being followed by these stick men. When I got up the 10 stairs and made the turn to go up the, the last four, it was either them or another group was standing at the top of the second set of stairs. I took one look at him and I instantly dashed through the kitchen because I wanted to go out the kitchen door, go around the house as fast as I could, bang on their door run in the door and, and jump into bed and, and tell them, you know, to save me, help me do something, get some sort of validation that this was a real experience. I had forgotten that my dad had put the screen door on. This was early spring of 63. I think it was just before my birthday. My birthday's uh, the third week of March. I think it was probably the first or second week of March. I opened the door and ran out the door and ran headlong into the screen door. It literally knocked me back on my on my tail the first thing I did was look down, the, you know, the the length of the kitchen, and they were standing in the kitchen doorway, you know, right where the stairs were in the entranceway of the house. The stairs would come up to the entranceway and then go up to the, you know, split-level house up to the upper deck there, the upper level. So I ran out the door. I either saw them. I'm not sure what made me go down the driveway. I started to go across the patio. Either I saw them there or I saw the lights of their rods or something spooked me like they were trying to herd me or head me off. We'll continue this experience with Chris. With Gene and Chris, you're in... The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. I am a 47-year-old female and had a heart attack in 2005. This is Alice from New Jersey. I still get angina, even with four stents. I was taking nitro two or three times a week. The very first day after taking heart and body extract, the chest pain was gone. Now I don't wear a nitro patch. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. 
By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. the receiver with your heart racing and sweat dripping from your forehead you finally muster the courage to dial the number to call into your favorite talk radio show it rings once twice and then hello it's gcn what's your name in the state you're calling from surprised you got through you squeak out jason from minnesota please hold as you patiently wait for your turn you begin to daydream about being a famous talk radio host and what it would be like to have your own show jason from minnesota you're up millions of loyal listeners worldwide waiting to call and talk to you Caller, are you there? Cheering crowds surround you, calling out your name. Going once, twice. Okay, we gotta move on to the next caller. You blew it. Huh? Wait, no! Interact with the host you're listening to right now online at GCNlive.com. Click on the community link. Engage with other listeners. Ask questions. Start debates. Don't agree with the host? Let them know. Be a part of the community at GCNlive.com. Do you owe the IRS money? Has the IRS garnished your wages or put a lien against your house? The IRS has the power to make you pay back what they claim you owe and will stop at nothing to collect. There is a solution. Call Signature Tax now. Speak with our professionals and feel the weight of your tax burden lifted from your shoulders. Call now for your free and confidential analysis. 800-481-3147. Again, that's 800-481-3147. 800-481-3147. Hi, this is Walt Augustinowitz. I'm the founder and CEO of ID Stronghold. By now you've heard our commercials about wallets that protect you from electronic pickpocketing. Ten years ago, I created a way to protect my own cards from prying eyes after government officials started talking about issuing a national ID card with a built-in radio chip called RFID. I felt having to broadcast my personal information was an invasion of privacy. Soon after, it was also announced that credit cards, debit cards, U.S. passports, hotel room keys, and even transit passes would all soon incorporate RFID. It was then I formed ID Stronghold to share my inventions in blocking RFID signals with the world. There are a lot of misconceptions out there today about RFID. I encourage everyone to get informed and get protected. Please go to idstronghold.com and get the facts and the wallets, sleeves, or badge holders you need to protect your personal financial data. You'll be pleasantly surprised that through our direct sales model, you won't pay more than other comparable unprotected wallets. It is as though the protection is free. Visit idstronghold.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. You know, we've got a talented bunch here, folks. Yeah, that was, that was good. I channeled a bit of Gogs there. Just, <laughs> you just, did. Just a two yeah, songs. Yeah, there was a slight bit of Scots Just two songs there. of Gogs there. 
<laughs> is that uh, in your background but, natively but or deeper, what? But deeper. He'll probably say it was Irish. He'll say, no, that was Irish. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was sort of, you know, generic foreign. Northern British, British Isles. Yeah. yeah. Western Northern. Somewhere in that general vicinity. Chris, you were telling us your early experience well, a, that exposed you to the world of the paranormal. Why don't you pick up on it? Well, to make a long story short, I ended up going to two neighbors' houses. Uh, the first neighbors, nobody came to the door. And again, to remind everybody, this is about 3 o'clock in the morning. And um, the Richards, my neighbor next door, and then the Barkers, the next neighbor over, um, there was a, a big, like a street light in, in their yard, a big yard light. And um, the Barkers had a large uh, lawn that we used to play in. It was great for playing football and stuff. And I went out in the middle of the, the lawn, and these beans, I saw them move uh, at this point. Um, they moved like cattails. They all moved together. They, they were gliding. They weren't hopping up and down like walking. Um, they looked like, uh, the only way I could describe it is cattails kind of uh, in the breeze is the only way I can describe their movement. And, uh, you know, and they were holding these rods out in front of them. They never lifted it, never, never turned them, never raised them, lowered them. They were just out in front of them. Very strange. But I wanted to get out in the middle of the yard so if they came underneath the yard light, I'd get a really good look at them because it was dark and all I could see was, you know, the illumination from these rods uh, illuminating them partially. So I got out in the middle of the yard, they approached the light, they stopped, and they came through the light beam where the light was shining on the ground. They didn't go around it, they came right through, but they turned sideways, uh, and they came through like pieces of paper, like they had no depth to them, like they were, you know, two-dimensional beings or something. That's the only way I can describe it. And of course, up till this point, I didn't know what I was dealing with, but when that happened, that terrified me. I went racing around uh, the yard, around the Barker's house, pounded on the door. The last thing I remember is the, the light coming on. And uh, my sister said she looked for about 20 minutes. I think it was longer. Um, it could have been as long as 45 minutes trying to find me. I was three, four houses away, plus you know, across the street and then several houses down, uh, out on, on the deck uh, of the Davis's house, and uh, completely terrified. I, my sister... The next thing I remember is her coming down the the deck in the driveway there to the deck with her nightclothes <laughs> fluttering behind her. I thought she was an angel coming to save me. And uh, she, uh, of course, I wouldn't go back to my bedroom. And, um, you know, she so she took me up into her bed. She was 18. I was, you know, six going on seven. And uh, she's, she told me later, I, I, I she didn't tell me this at the time, but she told me uh, years later that I tried to nurse her. Uh, while I was sleeping. that's So I guess that's an indication of how traumatic the experience was on, on some deep level. And in answer to your question, uh, ever since that event, I have known without any shadow of a doubt that we have other entities uh, coexisting with us. I never saw any ship. I tried to communicate. I yelled at them, what do you want? What do you want? Who are you? Who are you? Uh, I got no response. There was complete blankness. Uh, it's almost like they were robots. But they, they moved together. Um, there seemed to be a, a slightly taller one hiding behind. I don't think it had one of those rods. It seemed to have some sort of cloak, maybe. There was something hiding its body. It seemed to be a little taller than the others. Um, it was in the dark because it wasn't illuminated. I, I got the, the best sense I got of, of it was when it was approaching the light, the, the yard light. But I'm telling you, that, that was – for a, a smart little kid, I was really, really smart when I was young. I was uh, – off the charts uh, in my IQ level and all that. 
course, <laughs> I guess lots of partying and stuff has sort of <laughs> slowed that whole thing down. But I, I'm still I consider myself pretty well read and, and and pretty bright. But back then I was I was exceptional, and I, I I found out really fast that I would never gain any sort of you know anything positive by by talking about this. And I I kept it hidden from everybody but the family for many 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 years, and it wasn't until you know, after I'd gotten involved as an investigator, after I'd gotten involved uh, as a researcher and becoming public and all that, it wasn't until several years into that process that I actually fessed up and 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 totally, you know, acknowledged to people that yes, I was an experiencer because I was actually embarrassed by it. I, I felt that it was a sign of people would think I was mentally unstable or that I was, you know, a confabulator or I was jumping on some sort of bandwagon, but. Uh, come to find out years later that John Keel investigated three similar cases in towns right around my town during that same two, uh, I think, two-year spring, springtime periods. And in one case, the, the kid actually described the beans as stickmen, which I, it just totally blew my mind and was really uh, important validation for me. I'm sorry I went on and on and on, but, you know, I've, I've mentioned this story a number of times, and, and I've never really uh, done it in this context, so... That was a great answer. What do you mind saying? What town it was that you were living in? At the Bellevue, time? Washington, actually in Medina. If I was twelve right now and still had my paper out, I'd be Bill Gates's paper boy. I grew up in a very affluent uh, uh, section of, of Bellevue, and uh, back then, you know, it wasn't like it is now. We sold a house that we built next to Medina Elementary for sixty thousand dollars. In '98, it went for a half a million. And no, none of your other family members saw. It. Either at that evening or any time in the future. No, that kind no. Of my parents said you had a nightmare. You sleepwalked. Uh, this was just, uh, you know, your imagination. It's funny. I've never sleepwalked since, and I've, I've never had any experience except for one other experience, but nothing near as is visceral and, and just leaving no room for interpretation in my mind. What did you take away from it in terms of? I mean, especially later on, as you became a researcher, and I'm assuming as you got older, started reading books. No, I, I started reading right away. You know, voraciously. As a 67-year-old, I yeah. started reading books right away. Incident at Exeter, uh, Adamski, uh, uh, John Fuller. Uh, you know, I could go through the list, even Valet early on. Um, I, I, I gobbled every book I could find on it, every newspaper article. I was a, a, a serious closet buff for my entire life. And so now, you know, having hosted the Paracast, inter- you know, done all the reading, been a researcher yourself, when you look back on it now, do you take, is there a different takeaway? Do you look at it differently? Do you feel like you have figured out more about that? Or is it just as confusing and now as it was then? No, actually, I have taken away something. I, I feel that this was a, uh, for whatever reason, uh, you know, not looking at the, at the, the, participants, uh, characters, or whatever you want to call them, in any sort of negative or positive light. I think it had the the impact in my life of making me completely absorbed by this subject. And it wasn't until I got into a place where the stuff was literally happening all around me that I, I, I had the the confidence and the and the compulsion to really dive into it to the extent that I have for the past 22 years. Uh, up until that point, I, I felt it was a stigma. It was a social stigma. And I, and I really hid my, my interest in this subject, especially living in New York City. I mean, living in Manhattan, this is, this is social suicide to, to mention this stuff. So only a few close friends really knew of my interest, some college buddies. 
uh, some girlfriends, that, that sort of thing. There's very, very few people that knew I had an interest in it. I might, you know, if the subject came up, I might, you know, pretend like I knew a little bit, but I, I would not allow people to know uh, to the depth of my knowledge. And I, I really, for a long time, I followed this subject. Cattle mutilations in the 70s. I mean, I, I devoured every little bit of, of information that I could find and read incredible amounts of books, thousands of books that I've read, and, and many of hundreds and hundreds of them I still have. Well, that's the one thing that I really don't feel good about. I did not retain all the books. I moved to a number of places, was married twice, had to downsize from time to time, and thus I couldn't keep all the books. Okay, yeah. folks, this is what it's all about. It's turnaround is fair play as Gene and Chris are being grilled by our guest panelists, which includes Burnt State, Jeff Crowell, who we will hear from in a moment, Chris Johnson, and Randall, also known as Ufology. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and believe you me, we have no idea what to expect. We have no idea what they're hatching for us. With Gene and Chris, you're in... The Paracast, the most evil of all paranormal radio shows. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Conspiracy Journal is your number one source for the hidden world of the weird and strange. We bring you thought-provoking and controversial material for free-thinking individuals who are seeking what is really going on in our world today. Some of this material may adversely affect you. Other pieces are meant to enlighten. Either way, be prepared to be intrigued by such things as the reality of UFOs, ghosts, strange creatures from time and space, hidden conspiracies, time travel, Nikola Tesla, suppressed technology, and a whole lot more. You can find out more by visiting our website at conspiracyjournal.com. There you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter sent directly to your email address. Find out what they don't want you to know. mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. 
Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to produce an endless supply of nano-sized silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. Silver Lungs. With the addition of our unique lung delivery system, respiratory infections are targeted directly, where traditional oral administration simply cannot reach. This pioneering method also preserves the original particle sizes and delivers your silver solution directly into the bloodstream. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Okay, open your mouth and say, ah. Ah. When your child has a sore throat, you need to know when to get help. The doctor-recommended Say Ah Sore Throat Exam is your solution. The scientifically designed oral retractor offers a clear view of the throat, relaxing the tongue and minimizing gag reflex. Compare with a medical grade chart, website, and app. Then you'll know just what to tell your doctor. A wellness plan in your hands in minutes. Go to sayahahnow.com. Sayahnow.com, the new mainstay for every family's first aid kit. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? <laughs> well, 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 you see? I mean, what would this show be like if we didn't do that? That's that was scarily good. <laughs> yes, with the emphasis on scary. Jeff Crowell, welcome back to the show. What do you want to ask us? Thank you. Uh, first question would be for Gene. You grew up in the kind of golden age of paranormal uh, or UFO research, especially the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, where uh, researchers did actual research. They knew how to investigate by asking the right questions to witnesses, conducting genuine investigations involving uh, material evidence and things of this nature. And today we live in a world where if somebody in, say, their 20s or their 30s wants to conduct investigation, uh, they go onto Google and they do a quick Google search or they go onto YouTube and, you know, look at a couple of YouTube videos. Do you have any suggestions as to how we entice the younger generation, again, maybe mid to late 20s to 30s, into actually putting the computers away and going out and tracking down witnesses and looking for trace evidence and things of this nature as kind of the second generation or third or fourth generation of 
UFO investigators who don't rely on all their investigation in front of a computer screen, would you have any idea how we might be able to get that done? Well, you know, here's a thing. The society has changed the way our kids get information has changed. I think looking it up online is lazy. And also it can be a dead end because there's so much information online, it's very hard to vet what's accurate and what isn't. I know, for example, that we had a guest on the PowerCast a few years back who came out with a new book, and he was telling us he did all his research online. And we kind of looked down at it for the simple reason that there was no editor online. The free and open Internet, such as it is, means there's nobody out there to say, this is accurate, this is a red herring. How you persuade young people to give that up, I think if they have their own experience that will encourage them to want to do a little bit more research. But really, it has to be a self-generated effort. I don't think that people like Chris and I can just go out there and change what they do. We could educate them. We can try that. We could give courses on research. I know, of course, there's an online course for members of MUFON. It helps you do real research talking to people. But in addition to that, we have to set the ground rules because sometimes if you're just looking for the UFO sighting, you're missing most of the story. Right. I, I think, too, there's a kind of a hope that I have that there there will be a paradigm shift because a lot of times these things tend to be cyclical. But right now we're all very technical involved. We're all about technology and convenience and ease. And I'm hoping one of these days that we start to see a shift away from the technology where people start to realize that if you go outside, you know, the graphics are great and uh, the air is cleaner and, and all of this other good stuff and that it's great to go out to, you know, a hike in the woods and things like this. And then if that translates over into UFO research and we start to see more people taking a hands-on approach uh, to UFO research, then, you know, it's my hope. And, and from what I'm hearing yours, too, that people will get more hands-on with that and uh, actually start to track down cases and maybe even have their own experiences and want to find answers on their own. Um, Chris, I totally agree, and I want to add that the first uh, 10, 15 years of my process was uh, pre-internet for the most part. And there really is no substitute for putting in the miles, making the site visits, interviewing individuals who have had extraordinary experiences, looking them in the eye, talking to their neighbors, talking to family members, um, kind of beating the bushes around the incident, looking for ancillary uh, information, looking for additional uh, confirming type information. You know, to do the gumshoe, you know, hit the ground and, uh, you know, log the miles and, and you know, keep that, that notepad, keep scribbling in it, write everything down, record as much as, as people will allow you to record. You can't do that just sitting in, in your chair at your desk, relying on other people's uh, supposed expertise. It, it just doesn't work that way. There's no real quality, you know, research that you can really depend on as a person, unless you do it yourself, uh, and even if you're going into an old case, you know, to revisit some of the sources and to choose your resource material and where it comes from very carefully. Right. I have a, another big fear that I have is that we will lose the skill set um, that the the old school quality UFO researchers had. Like I said, the the skill to interview a witness. 
and and to be able to determine if that witness is telling the truth, okay, or is falsifying something. The skill to be able to go to where perhaps a, a craft made contact and to be able to take soil samples and know where to send those soil samples are, uh, to to have them tested. And, and, and those types of skills, you know, the skill even just to submit a FOIA request, a lot of people don't even know how to do that. Do you think that those skills over time will be lost? And, you know, does that frighten you? Do you share those types of fears as well? Well, I think one of the things that occur to me here is that if we lose the ability to be skeptical, it's very easy to submit yourself to control by people who don't want you to know what's going on. I think that happens in politics. I think there's a lot of noise in the political arena. And I'll concentrate mostly on America because I don't follow politics that much outside of the U.S. But you have a lot of smoke and mirrors and discussions of totally absurd things that have nothing to do with the real issues. But they're put up there to hide what's really going on and to keep you from understanding what the real issues are. So I'll throw something that's political out there and give you an example. So we argue here whether we should fund a place that may, as part of their work schedule or profile, do abortions. And we don't worry so much with all that argument about people earning more money, about people having jobs, about people having enough money to be able to support a family without having to work two jobs or without having to have the spouse do the work, or without getting a government handout. So this is what's going on. We have so much discussion of nonsense about somebody's email server, who the heck cares how they did their email, and very little about how to solve the problems. And there are a lot of problems, not just here, but around the world. All sorts of problems, but anything done to obscure the issue or turn your attention away from what's really going on hurts everyone. Of course, I also have the opinion that in the UFO field, there's a lot of misdirection. We're being made to look at things that have little or nothing to do what the phenomenon is all about. So the loss of rational and focused thinking and being able to determine what's important and what's not. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. That's one of the main real, you know, sort of looming barriers towards quality research and investigation is, you know, this, this willful suspension of disbelief. I, I, you know, I think people are becoming dumbed down. And, um, you know, in answer to your prior question about do you, do you see this as, as, as being something that's going to become a rare commodity in the future it, it, in terms of quality on-site investigation, actually interviewing witnesses, and do, making the phone calls, doing the legwork, I think the people that are going to continue doing that will become more and more valuable um, because they'll be sticking out, you know, above the, their heads will be above the crowd. Of course, as soon as your head goes above the crowd, you become a target and your head can get lopped off. So there's a downside to that as well. I think there's a, 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 a lemming sort of going over the cliff uh, wave of, you know, like I said, suspending uh, of disbelief and, and just, you know, true believerism, wanting to believe so much in the high strange sci-fi fantasy of the subject matter that it's becoming more and more difficult to find you know the real golden thread of of quality research within within the cacophony that's that's out there on the internet and in a lot of the tv shows 
Okay, good, good answer. Um, Chris, real quick, um, based on your initial experience, have you had any additional visitations uh, similar to that one? And would you consider yourself then a contactee? Before he answers that, we have to do a break. Don't forget to go to plus.theparacast.com to check out the Paracast Plus and lots and lots of goodies, plus.theparacast.com. We have Bert Stay, Jeff Crowell, Chris Johnson, Randall, Gene and Chris, you're in. A Paracast, hey, somebody get me a beer. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack of the Rockoids. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans the galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack of the Rockoids, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Then get on board with the tax admiral and let us steer your way to financial freedom. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. They can freeze your bank accounts, seize your car, home, will garnish your paychecks and benefits. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I can fight for you using industry secrets that can help stop the IRS. I'll cut your penalties, slash your interest, and reduce your overall tax bill sometimes. I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company with over 30 years experience helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. And we have a 90 95% customer satisfaction rating. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS, are facing an audit, a lien, or levy, then call me right away. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Ah, well, okay, so this is going to be interesting as we all have beers here and our brains start cracking up. I don't drink. Sorry about that. This is the Turnaround is Fair Play episode of the Paracast. Where's my moose head? I don't know. Or my Uncle Ben's. Uncle Ben, didn't he make converted rice or something? Yeah, but he made the first malt liquor I ever had in junior in high school, I think. It was awful. We drink Canadian, eh? I want to tell you something here. You're all <laughs> going to be surprised when I say this. I have never had a glass of beer. Never, <gasps> ever tasted beer. Wow. Never had an interest. You just drink it out of the bottle? Is that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Never drank beer. Never, not once. 
I've never had a cup of coffee. That's a nice crime. Coffee, actually. I'm not actually drinking beer. Well, I think I'll go out for a cup of coffee after this. Chris, you were asked a question. You want to pick up on that? Well, you know, in terms of the contactee portion of the question, no, I don't consider myself a contactee. In fact, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll just cut to the chase. I have a number of hours of missing time in the Utah desert. I was fossil hunting. We had made camp. We were in our tent. Something was running around the outside. It sounded like a little, you know, it was definitely on two feet. Um, you could hear it going thump, 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 thump around. My girlfriend went ballistic. She was freaking out. Uh, my friend uh, from Boston, he was freaking out too. So I said, look, I'll go go out and see what's going on. I grabbed my Winchester, went out with a big mag flashlight, looked around, didn't see any tracks, didn't see anything out there. And and so I sat, decided to sit in the car and, and kind of sit guard, you know, if, as it were. And uh, I saw these, you know, there was a moon out, so I had a little bit of light. And I'm 20 miles from the nearest road in the middle of south central Utah in like another world, the landscape. And uh, I see these flitting motions in my, my mirrors, like something was running around the back of the car but trying to hide is the only way I can describe it. And so I, I rolled the window down. I, I shined the light back there, and I didn't see anything. So I, I just sat and looked forward, and, you know, it was 7 o'clock in the morning. And my light was still bright and shining in my hand. I have no idea what happened from 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning until 7. Uh, you, go figure. <laughs> the next day, I went to Crestone, uh, Colorado, for the very first time, uh, coincidentally. Another time happened. I was in Crestone. Uh, I think this was in 94. I, I had the sensation of something, a group of something coming in my room through the wall right next to my bed. Um, I got chills. I, I've never had this happen before or since. I, I was whatever it was was barely invisible. I could almost see something shimmering in in the dark, like light reflecting off shadows is the only way I've been able to describe it. Um, I woke my girlfriend up. She felt something, but she didn't see anything. It just I finally just kind of rolled over and went to sleep and just told him go away. If you're not of the light, leave me alone. You know that that sort of thing. You know, just leave me alone. I was not in any mood, and I uh, found out two weeks later that my neighbor. Uh, couple hundred feet away uh, she had these things come through her house that she did see they were concentrating on her little boy um, she grabbed him she she held him she, she banished them uh, the widow of R.D. Lang uh, by the way the famous sociologist uh, author um, and he had a little son just before he died and uh, she didn't want to talk to me it was a mutual friend that, that told me about it I kind of worked on her and finally she was you know able to, to talk to me about it so I'm not sure what the connection is uh, between my event and hers. They happen within the same, you know, 20 minutes, half hour, maybe uh, the same night. And uh, I'm not sure about the the Utah experience. Uh, I forgot about the Utah experience until about three or four years later. My brother reminded me of it, and it it, <laughs> it kind of gave me goosebumps. I'm going, oh man, I forgot about that. So you know, in answer to your question about contact, no, I don't think I've been contacted. I've been visited, maybe, uh, definitely in my first experience. The other two, I, you know, what can I say? I don't know. It could have been my imagination. All of them, you know, it could have been coincidences and imagination. I, I don't pretend to know. Um, I find it interesting, though, that these have done nothing more than keep my interest alive and, and keep me motivated and compelled to 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 do the work and, and attempt to do it as efficiently and as you know, as 
you know, with a degree of integrity and honesty that um, I feel is <laughs> lacking in a lot of work that's being done today by others. Um, I really attempted to be as objective and as accurate and uh, just Jack Webb, cut to the chase, the facts, just the facts, ma'am. I, I, I really attempt to not put spin on things. And so, you know, I hope that answers uh, your question. Any follow-ups before we go to our next questioner? I just I had a quick follow-up, and you know, just to bring up something maybe a little controversial, Chris, based on you know what you just told us. Have you had with your experience of missing time in the in the Utah desert? Has there been any point where you you considered you know hypnosis to try and figure out where, what happened, if anything, during those six hours? I know that's a controversial. Well, you know, I actually was uh, hypnotized when I was 13. My mother took me to the first certified hypnotherapist in the United States, Dr. Ivar Berklin. His son, Buzzy Berklin, was the chief orthopedic surgeon for the U.S. Olympic ski team. And his grandson, Bob, was on my soccer team for years and was one of my best friends. So um, she took me for motivational uh, and, you know, I was kind of, ADD or whatever that's called. Um, I was super hyperactive. I was really bored in class. I knew all the answers. You know, I should have been skipped probably several grades. So I was a cut up. I was I was acting out, and so she took me there to try to get me to focus and motivate and do this hypnotic suggestions. This is way back in the mid '60s, or early to mid '60s. Well, I was 13, so it would have been 57. Um, so I don't know, 68, 69, sometime in there. So mid to late '60s. And he ran a tape, and I remember him regressing me back, and I don't remember anything about the, about the session, but I never went back to him, and my mom was freaked out, and I asked to listen to the tape, and she said no. <laughs> so maybe that was kind of an indication of why I've been extremely reluctant, uh, in fact, to the point of, of being proud of it, not to be hypnotically regressed. I, 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 I really prefer to you know, kind of deal with this stuff from my conscious recollection. I, I'd been offered from several people uh, in the field to, to be regressed, and I, I polite, politely and, and emphatically would turn them down. No, I don't wish to be uh, hypnotically regressed. This may change if I meet somebody who's a hypnotherapist that has absolutely no knowledge Right. No interest and no experience at all in any of these uh, subject matters. That would be the only person I would ever go to uh, in terms of <laughs> going to Bud Hopkins or you know Deborah Linderman or John Carpenter or wh- whomever. Uh, well, Bud Hopkins is going to be difficult. <laughs> well, back in the day, Gene, um, I'm, I'm talking you know over the course of time. You know, I've, I've had opportunities to explore this uh you know in a hypnotic fashion which i i absolutely will not or up to this point i will not do so do you ever have any compulsions to save the planet no <laughs> no, no nothing like that the typical- in fact my compulsions is to try to you know you know do the opposite try to try to you know be <laughs> part of uh, some sort of kind of cool sort of anarchist you know, metaphysical anarchist, you know, try to mess with people uh, in a positive way. You know, uh, I don't want to get myself in trouble here, but no, I, I have n- no 
compulsion to do any of that. You know, so that it, leads me to another real quick question. Um, Gray Barker was the and uh, was the clown of ufology back then, and he always put a funny little spin on research, and he always called out people who were too serious about it and things like that. I, when when you look at today's environment in in UFO research, you really don't see anybody like Ray Barker who is just kind of poking fun at people. And and I, I contradict me here if if you want to, but do you think that we really need somebody who not necessarily is out there doing hoaxes just to get people to believe in in something that they think? I've been hilarious? working on a stand up routine for years for yeah, ufology. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think it's important. I mean, I, I've been willing to, to 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 maybe kind of drift in that direction, at least one part of my persona for years, but nobody's taken me up on it. Well, you know, you know what? Maybe we should do one show here where Chris does a routine to see no, how our no, listeners no, 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 react. No, no. I'll tell you what, we've got Turnaround is Fair Play episode of the show. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. <laughs> Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Mike Stennerson for Midas Resources. At no time in history have precious metals been more important, certainly not in my 22 years in the industry. The dollar has lost over 90% of its value in the last 60 years. No fiat currency has ever survived the government printing presses. Ours is not immune. The time is now to be proactive. 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. Anything tied to the dollar is at risk. CDs, annuities, 401ks, IRAs, stocks, bonds, you name it, so decide. Do you want to leave a legacy of wealth or debt for your family? The choice is yours. Call me at 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. That's 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. Be proactive, not reactive. Call 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. My name's Clyde, age 59, and I reside in Florence, South Carolina. The doctors diagnosed me as having clogged arteries. Felt like I was carrying heavy concrete blocks around my feet and legs. I started taking heart and body extract as directed. It is less than three weeks and I'm like a young man again. It's unbelievable that an herbal formula can work so fast and so powerfully. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. 
people who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. No way. Is that a real bullet necklace? No, it's a 9mm bullet necklace with matching earrings, you'll notice. Those are awesome. Where'd you get them? Dave found them at PatriotNecklace.com. Wow. They have a variety of calibers and necklaces and earrings and keychains. PatriotNecklace.com. PatriotNecklace.com. Your choice of caliber bullet includes a rugged American-made stainless steel dog tag chain. A percentage of every sale goes to military and service-related charities. And get a discount by entering GCN at checkout. Show your patriotism and support our troops with a bullet necklace from PatriotNecklace.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. The timing is just so perfect. The precision there. He starts talking almost at the point when I'm finished. It shows He's a musician. A skilled professional. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, believe this or not, that you, have you heard about the new book coming out by Donald Schmidt and Kevin Randall? Please tell. No? No. No. I'll bet you it's full of Schmidt and you couldn't Randall it if even that was true. Uh, uh, we've heard that one before. <laughs> yes, I think we're going to have to decide here whether that is funny or tragic. <laughs> I choose not to say which. Well, the fact that the subject it's talking about is tragic uh, should lead you in the right direction. That's Years called ago. jumping the shark <laughs> and jumping the shark shark. Or nuking the fridge is what it's called these days. Randall, it's your turn. Kind of hard to follow that one, huh? <laughs> I don't want to. Randall? Yes. Are we back on uh, the show now? We've Go been ahead, back on, dude, the whole time. Welcome to the Paracast. Okay, then. This has been a real treat. I've been doing a lot of listening, so it, it's... Well, now uh, it's your time to uh, now it's my turn responses. To talk <laughs> I'm uh, still listening to everybody else do their thing because it's been so great. I'd really like to, to ask a completely different kind of question. Instead of finding out what I want to know, well, Gene and Chris, you're both a wealth of information and experience, and what I'd really like to know the most is what is the stuff in particular that you feel you just never get to discuss enough because you guys are always busy with other people about what their thing is. What now's your chance to really get that out there, what it is that you guys are all what you wish for. (laughs) So so I mean that was fantastic that bit there, Chris, with your your experience. That's such a fantastic summary. I I don't know if we can top that or not, but what's your guys' thing? Well, I mean, you want me to take that, Gene, or you want it? No, you go. Well, you know, I've been devouring every um, audio recording I can find of Terrence McKenna. I've listened to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of presentations. And I've been particularly interested in um, his 
theories that you know hallucinogenic or whatever hallucinogen derived experiences have tremendous parallels um, all over the paranormal and the whole idea of synchronicity um, altered states of consciousness and parallels with age-old traditions of paranormal experience whether it be elementals, ghosts, uh, you know, you could go down the line of of, of subject headings. I, I think that there's there hasn't been enough uh, really good research that has followed up some of these, uh, you know, just what ifs that McKenna and others actually um, have ventured to mention over the years. I, I don't think anyone has really taken up the baton and, and moved the subject of altered states of consciousness and the onset or the experience of, of what people call paranormal events. In fact, I think the opposite has occurred. I think if people are under the influence of anything, then they're automatically um, dismissed. And, I, you know, I think that there should be some sort of study done with experiencers in a hotspot area during a sighting wave, for instance, or, or at a haunted site that should be under the influence of DMT or, you know, dimethyltryptamine or um, psilocybin or some sort of um, psychoactive substance and then have control participants that aren't and then start comparing notes. Because I think that there's – this is one of those real hidden areas that could – connecting areas that could possibly be – um, provide us with some new insights. I know Greg Bishop is really into this as well, and I've noticed on the on the Paracast forum there's been some uh, some talk about um, occult uh, sort of ritual type activity, and I think that that you could even include uh, you know intentional uh, ritual behavior uh, in in this particular equation as well, if not together all three, you know, normal control. Uh, participation, um, psychoactive participation, and occult participation. I mean, they could be all three, or you could have control and occult uh, separate or hallucinogens used uh, along with control individuals uh, to monitor as well. Uh, This is an area that is completely untouched. It's completely untapped. There's a taboo even within the research community who's open for these uh, paranormal subjects. There's an absolute taboo to, to you know, mix any of these other elements in, in, into the equation. I hope I'm still on. Am I still on? You're I still on. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I don't want to go on and on again. <laughs> well, no, that, was a really, uh, that was a really good explanation about something that's from the forums. Uh, you know, you and I have gone back and forth in in a, in a sort of a debate kind of fashion, and uh, that's why I brought it up with with, with you. Yeah, and uh, it it is very controversial, and it's it's good to know that you recognize how controversial that could be, and and are prepared to try and take some steps to explore it, while at the same time keeping some reasonable, rational controls over it at the same time. That's the only way it could be done and, and, and make any headway. Have anybody believe any sort of results is if you have other people there going, I wasn't tripping and boy, I saw it too. You know, <laughs> you know, the wheels broke. I've been saying this. I sound like a broken record. No, I haven't been saying it as much lately, but for years I've been saying we've got to come up with new approaches. We've got to come up with creative thinking. We have to come up with out-of-the-box ways to approach this. This is one area that I am convinced could bear fruit and not apples, Gene. 
on, uh, on that note pieces. there, we've got, uh, um, there was a documentary, actually, I've watched a couple of times. I think you can pick it up now on YouTube. It's called The Spirit Molecule. Yeah, sure, and, the Strassman material. And it's uh, if you haven't watched that, that really makes your case as well for you. There's a lot of really deep thinkers in there who tend to... Yeah, we should have Rick Strassman on the show. Um, That's somebody that I really would like to talk to. You know, I have seen uh, the documentary. I've read the book. And I really feel that it's one of the... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sure. I think that would be a fantastic idea. You guys should uh, consider doing that. Yeah, and I think, you know, the whole occult, uh, potential occult angle. I mean, people forget that Aleister Crowley, uh, you know, in 1919, he summoned... What could be our first, you know, alien gray, at least, a, a, you know, an artistic representation that he made of the, the being, uh, you know, in 1919. This was done with an extremely arduous, I think, several month long uh, ritual, the elemental working, which he did in New York. Uh, and I think he manifested Lamb uh, with, an, I think, the egg, egg magic out on uh, Montauk, of all places, uh, interestingly enough. So, you know, there there's elements within the subject matter that I think have connecting points with potential occult uh, participation or involvement uh, with control involvement, obviously. All this stuff has to have control uh, in terms of people that are not doing ritual, people that are observers, uh, people that are monitoring the experience, people that are psychoactively uh, (laughs) inspired, if you will, or psychoactively enhanced in their perceptions. Uh, Let's do a psychoactive... Enhance it right now from our benefactors. Okay. All right. Turnaround is fair play on the show with Gene and Chris and a panel of listener experts. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. 
Visit the Berkey Guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey Guy. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich, working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Hi, this is James Fox from Chasing UFOs. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We have ufology, better known as Randall or whatever you choose to call him. We've got someone named Robert, who is known as Burnt State in our forums. We have Jeff Crowell. We have Chris Johnson. And there's been a back and forth here between Chris and Randall. Shall we continue that or shall we move on? Yeah, go ahead, Randall. Uh, you know, what What other questions or uh, points you want to look at here? That one I think we could go into some more, but I, I did have a couple of other ones there. And uh, Hey, you're, you're the host, man. I think they're kind of related to that. And it takes a while for me to put my questions together, so if you can sort of bear with me. Uh, some of them aren't quite as short as they, they should be, but l- l- let me ask. Because of your experiences and follow-up investigations, your worldview as far as what the true state of affairs is regarding the reality of the phenomena is so much fuller that there's a whole other layer of understanding there. In a sense, experience might be thought of as a segment of society that is its own family with its wonderful and sometimes dysfunctional aspects to it. Is there any way to bring the rest of the world who don't share that worldview into that family? Or can it only ever be done by them having their own personal experience? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I I think it's 
you know, like anything in life, uh, we're attracted to good packaging. You know, I mean, especially in America or, or even Canada, if, if it has, you know, bright and jazzy packaging, if the movie has a great poster or a good trailer, people tend to be attracted to that. So if we could come up with a, with a you know, a really alluring sort of lead in to a subject matter that maybe become quickly very dense and, and require, you know, some, uh, some serious uh, thinking on the part of the American or Canadian pubic, as I like to refer to them, because that's basically what they think with is their genitalia. If you could come up with a way to, you know, like a honey trap to, to, to trap interest, then that would be the only way, because the only other way to do it is to get people that are truly interested in the subject matter to do the necessary type of research and heavy lifting of, of, of bringing themselves up to speed in a, you know, in a very, shall we say, a valid manner, because there's a lot of crap out there, as we all know. If they had the, the wherewithal, the time, and the inclination to bring themselves up to speed, that would be the ideal. But you have to trick them otherwise. Um, so if there's a way to trick people into a, a nuts and bolts sort of, uh, you know, sort of introductory way to break down people's preconceptions and then instantly give them, uh, you know, a list of alternatives, that's the only way that you're going to be able to do it, in my, my view. How about you, Gene? What do you think? Oh, boy. What he said. I don't want to repeat everything you said. I agree with it. Let's just leave it there. There's so much to cover. But I'd be extremely worried if you actually had to experience this thing to understand it. And some people say that, but I just hope it's not true. I don't want to take any more time. Well, I then want this from point. there, so, uh, I think we might want to, in light of the idea that we might want to draw people in uh, with some sort of um, entertaining package, and uh, to use your phrase, trick them in, Uh you're the author of several books, very good books, by the way. And uh, for those who are thinking of getting into the Paracast Plus, I own a couple of those books, and they're very well-written, fabulous books. One of them, Stalking the Tricksters. Now, that concept should weave a thread through all the stuff you've done. And can you sort of articulate that in any way for us? Well, you know, I've mentioned a number of times the, the you know, early on, Actually, the very first ranch I visited to investigate a cattle mutilation, which had occurred 13 years before I went out there, I had this yellow helicopter fly over the ranch uh, in in the original event in 1980. It was an antique, you know, U-47, you know, whirlybird helicopter, mustard yellow, no markings, flew 50 feet over the ranch house. The whole family saw it. They found their bull mutilated where it had flown out of the out of the pasture, uh, they assumed it had flown out of the pasture. I'm interviewing them 13 years later, and the following morning when I'm typing up my notes, I have an antique yellow U-47 fly over my house. Um, it was a little higher. Uh, it was probably maybe 700, maybe 1,000 feet up, but it was unmistakable. That, to me, changed completely any sort of preconceived reality view I had concerning anything about the paranormal. I mean, that really rocked my world. And there was no question in my mind that we are dealing with some sort of coordinated tricksterism, whether it's by coincidence, synchronicity, or whether by design. At the time, I had no clue. All I knew was this was way more complex and way more convoluted than simple ETs coming from other planets to to mutilate our cows and and freak out our our daughters, you know, make us uh, become investors in preparation H or something. Um, 
you know, it's just really way more complex. And there seems to be this veneer or a thread of absurdity, tricksterism, uh, incongruity, whatever you want to call it. There, all these experiences have this weird element, this nonsensical element. I don't know how many times I would go out and interview people about a particular case, and then months later, even years later, they come back and say, you know, when I had this experience and I told you about it, there's something I left out, but I think you'll appreciate it now. And then they'll tell me something that if they had told me originally, I would have discounted the whole thing as being, you know, you know, balmy and just totally, you know, <laughs> boy, you had a good time last night. What were you taking? Well, you know, you have any left? You know, I, I mean, really, I heard some, you know, I can't give you any examples right now, but I, I have a number of them of, of experiences where people would have this, this total, just out of the blue left field, unbelievable element to it that it, it would have totally made me look at them in a completely different light. Yet they, that may be the most important aspect of the case. And it's the least likely thing that they will report to an investigator. For instance, in the cat emulation phenomenon, the higher strange the case, the more unbelievable it is, the less likely it will be reported. If Go I were ahead. to sum, sum that all up, then that uh, if we were to look at a single strand of the trickster phenomena, it would manifest itself in the higher strange aspects of the different reports and cases that you've investigated over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the total head scratch and what the, you know, WTF (laughs) it's those elements that are the most interesting to me. And I think have the most fertile grounds for moving this whole, you know, shooting match forward. Let me throw something in here. You see, this is where, I think UFO research has been a colossal failure. And the reason is because most of the people investigating, where they are investigating and not just collecting sightings and sticking them on a portable hard drive or something, I mean really investigating, and that is they are not considering the entire picture. They've got tunnel vision. They're looking for spaceships, even if they say, well, we don't know what UFOs are and maybe spaceships are the answer. I think the problem here is we have to get back to say some weird stuff is going on. What might cause it? And I've had this argument, by the way, with Randall from time to time. I don't want to really get back into it. But I think we need to get back to actually looking into more possibilities than that one. Because we have a world now where when you talk about somebody interested in UFOs, they are ET believers, And this goes on and on, and it doesn't really solve anything. All it does is it prejudges the conclusion. And maybe in the end, that's what it is. Maybe E.T. is here. Maybe we're descended from E.T. I don't know. But I think that is the wrong tact to take. Okay. Now do I have time to interject there? Or are we too close to a break? We're very close to a break. Let's just do the break, and then I'll bring you back on the other side, okay? Sounds good. All right. I would also like, after we do this, to look at some questions from the question bank and maybe ask a few in our remaining five segments. Okay. This is Turnaround is Fair Play. We remind you to go to plus.theparacast.com to learn about the enhanced version of this show without the network ads, after the Paracast podcast, and more with special free offers. Limited time only. Plus.theparacast.com. 
We have Randall Ufology, Chris Johnson, Jeff Crowell, Burnt State with Gene and Chris. You're in. The Paracast and you can never leave. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Do you owe the IRS money? Has the IRS garnished your wages or put a lien against your house? The IRS has the power to make you pay back what they claim you owe and will stop at nothing to collect. There is a solution. Call Signature Tax now. Speak with our professionals and feel the weight of your tax burden lifted from your shoulders. Call now for your free and confidential analysis. 800-481-3147. Again, that's 800-481-3147. 800-481-3147. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Okay, open your mouth and say, ah. Ah. When your child has a sore throat, you need to know when to get help. The doctor recommended Say Ah Sore Throat Exam is your solution. The scientifically designed oral retractor offers a clear view of the throat, relaxing the tongue and minimizing gag reflex. Compare with a medical grade chart, website, and app. Then you'll know just what to tell your doctor. A wellness plan in your hands in minutes. Go to sayahnow.com. Sayahnow.com, the new mainstay for every family's first aid kit. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV 
We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. This is Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Oh, that came out of left field. I think he was possessed. Bernstein has been possessed, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't figured out by what. I'd like to smoke it because it sounds like a really good experience. Jeff Crowell, Chris Johnson... Randall, also known as Ufology in our forums with Gene and Chris. Randall, please continue. Yeah, really glad to be back. Yeah, on this show, I'm I'm certainly not here to try and you know defend my position. We've had a number of debates about different things on the forums. Most people can find it there, and that's for another show. If if you guys were going to be interviewing me, and I think your position uh, is really fair on one level, and it it brings up an aspect of skepticism. Maybe I can ask you what you think about this. We all know that the topics covered by the Paracast are controversial, and it seems that satisfying the skeptics is a driving factor that somewhat ironically helps to keep the subject alive and the discussion interesting, but at the same time, by making the satisfaction of skeptics and scientists a priority, do you think we might lose hold sight of the donut, you know, our sight of what the real subject matter is supposed to be about. Is there a point when it becomes detrimental to constantly being on the focus to satisfy the skeptics? We're not here to satisfy anyone except ourselves, all right? We're not just saying something that takes a skeptical approach because we're trying to satisfy somebody who's a skeptic. We just want to get to the truth. You know, and I don't care if you're a true believer or you're a skeptic. We're going to ask questions to try to ascertain as much information for our audience and ourselves to make an accurate determination of the validity or the importance of a particular claim or, or subject or whatever it is. We, we are objective. We're journalists. We want all the facts, and we want them to be placed in a forum that allows for an intelligent you know, decision by our audience of accepting or rejecting uh, the data, if there even is data. <laughs> One of the methods for which, which people use to do that is to have a skeptical debate often to sift out the signal from the noise, so to speak. But do you think sometimes our search for the truth gets lost in that process? No, I think it gets lost in, in abdicating our sense of disbelief. You know, and, and, and becoming accepting of all this information, no matter how, you know, I mean, you you got to draw a line somewhere. Are you are a true believer or are you somebody objective that really wants to get to the to the answer? And if there isn't a single answer, at least you want to get all the facts so that you can make a determination for your own self that's based on accurate information, not wanting to believe. So if I can interject here, and I know it's not my turn, I apologize, but but that's it. okay. That's okay. Don't worry about Come it. On this is one of the things that does kind of bug me because it doesn't seem like we have any investigators in the field today who are actively 
and accurately and scientifically researching the field. Okay, we've got on one hand we've got the religious people. Okay, we've got the woo-woo people who believe that aliens are coming here and it's a religious experience. And you know what? I'm a skeptical person, but I don't fault them for that. If they want to have a religious belief about it, fine. But that has no place in a scientific oriented and based research of what this phenomenon is and when it's occurring, how it's occurring, and who it's occurring to, and so on and so forth. Okay, it's kind of like evolutionary uh, perspective and creationism. Okay, creationism really doesn't have anything to do with science. It's not scientifically valid like evolution is, and I don't want to get into that. But my point being is, is you've got two sides of the coin and never the twain should meet. But we're not seeing anybody really in the field these days who are looking at valid cases, say within – and correct me if I'm wrong because I hope I am – valid cases that have occurred within the last five years, let's say. Okay, I mean the most recent case that has really been picked apart has either been the, the Chicago case or Rendlesham. Okay, and, and Rendlesham was 1980. I mean come on. Look how well, we far – Well, we have the, the Puerto Rican Homeland Security FLIR footage is the, the current one that's very intriguing. Uh, so there are exceptions to that. Yeah, and, and you know – there's that, and then there's – I think there's the homegrown sort of uh, like the UFO flaps in, in, in wherever, you know, some place in the country where we can really send three or four quality investigators to interview witnesses, gather data, look for trace evidence, and, and really validate the field and bring it current as opposed to the Roswell slides, okay, or, or some other distraction that throws us back to 1947. I, I want to live in the here and now, and I want to see the, the – I know that people are still experiencing this phenomenon, but nobody's looking at it seriously, either within the genuine scientific community or in the amateur scientific community. And that, that to me, is one of the most frustrating elements. Yeah, about I agree. UFO, I agree. Today. Totally. Can so. I disagree? Sure, you're allowed. We have you have yeah. to pay through the piper. You have to pay the disagree fee. So someone's going to collect that, and then yes, you can please. go ahead. Well, I was just thinking that you know, looking at the the Gaipan uh, conference that took place in 2014, what seems to me that's happening inside of ufology that's unique is that the serious science is 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 removed itself from the public discussion. It's not yep. participating in, in these other areas where people are looking at the crap or, or they're inventing science for themselves, which is, I think, what the Puerto Rico video is. I think the serious science actually is taking place. They're keeping it to themselves. It's a very select crowd that's invited. It is happening at upper levels. Governments are participating. Uh, you know, the French uh, academies are participating in that. So I think that actually is going on, but it's just a very removed event. And it's something that small people are not going to participate in. I guess you're lucky if you get invited to those kind of conferences to see those things. But I think it's been a calculated move to extract itself from the mainstream discussion in order to actually get some serious investigation done without being distracted by, by meaningless or trite events. Part of the problem with a lot of these UFO events, and this is not saying they aren't interesting, they aren't fascinating and quite often entertaining, is that to a large extent, they are done to validate what people already believe. Uh-huh. Get together and meet fellow travelers, that sort of thing. You have both things going on. You have, I think, a concerted behind-the-scenes, high-level uh, process going on, which has, for obvious reasons, separated itself from the, um, the great unwashed masses and their interest. Understandably so. But you do have some quality private research that is going on. It's becoming pretty rare. 
but there are some individuals out there that are attempting to do this correctly. And I think that they should be acknowledged and, and their work should be at least presented uh, as a possible vi- you know, viable alternative to the morass of, of true believerism, uh, which rightfully so has been pointed out as being quasi-religious in nature. Okay, um, so I, who, who would you say would be at the, at the fore of that grassroots movement currently today? Who, well, who are those people that should be called out? I, I really hesitate to start naming some names here, but, but 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 let's just say this: there are some individuals that are quietly going about the task of of actually doing field work and going out and attempting to ascertain the validity and veracity of events and witnesses. I, I don't want to uh, give any names out because I don't have permission to. Uh, to some extent, I think part of the discussion is kind of missing a bit of the point that I was trying to get out with my question, which was, okay, we have what you call the true believers, and they seem to be being devalued here to the point where we shouldn't really have to pay attention to them. We should just get all this scientific evidence, say, on a video or something. But the point I'm trying to make is that even if some scientist or another proves that some video happens to be of some real thing, there is still an element like yourself, Chris, like myself, and a number of other people who have had the experiences that already know it's here and it's already real. So what do we do? What does this family do who already know, who don't need the skeptics, who don't need the scientists to tell us what's already real, who don't need the politicians? What can we do? I'm doing it, dude. Level to progress things. That's right. I'm doing it. I write books. I have, you know, I'm, I'm working with Gene on the show. Um, I try to bring sanity to some of these ridiculous uh, television programs that are out there. I'm helping develop better shows that, that deal with these phenomenal subjects in a more even-handed, objective manner. I'm trying to, to create a sense of groundedness to these subjects. I'm pointing my finger at the emperors on parade who are, who are naked or waltzing around talking about the end of the world in two weeks, uh, whatever it might be. You know, what more do you want? I'm almost 60 years old. Um, I'm working my ass off. There's really only so much time I have in a week, in a day, uh, you know, in a month. I'm doing everything I can. I, I can't go out and do like I did for 13 years, uh, go out and log, you know, 300,000 miles in my truck in five, six years. Um, I, 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 I just can't do that anymore. I can inspire others. And if people approach me and say, you know, how can I do that? I help them. I, I, I give them pointers. I, I tell them, these are the things that I did. And I even wrote them down as 13 suggested rules of investment. This is Turnabout is Fair Play with Gene and Chris and Burnt State and Jeff Crowell and Chris Johnson and Ufology. And you're in the Paracast. <laughs> listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. 
The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Hey, neighbor, what are you doing digging? You had a heart attack last year. Oh, I know. I was told no more hard labor. Then why are you digging? Well, I've been taking Extendivite. It's been approved to help my heart. Extendivite? Is that a new drug? No, not a drug. It's uh, more like an herbal combination made from garlic and cayenne. Herbal? How can that help? Well, actually, we've taken herbs for thousands of years, and Extendivite is doing the job for me. Does your doctor know about Extendivite? Yeah, my doctor knows, and he said it seems to be working for you, so don't stop taking it. I feel great taking Extendivite. I don't want to stop. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Sometimes I think someone's going to say the Parrot Cast. Chris, you had a long answer there, and I had to interrupt you. It wasn't a long answer. It was just telling it like it is, Gene. I really appreciate everything you just said there. It is so true, and the amount of effort that you're putting in and have put in over the years is is, is absolutely remarkable and worthy of... And I'm not doing it to become rich and famous. There's, there's, I didn't mean that in any kind of negative way to suggest... No, no I know you didn't. I, I'm just, I'm, I do it because I feel... I feel motivated. I feel excited. I feel like I'm doing people, you know, it's my community service. Okay. My whole work with Ray Stanford, I have spent, I don't know how much money uh, with trips out there, with phone calls back when I was being charged for them. I, I, and none of it has generated a dime. Okay. I'm doing it because I'm the only person positioned who he'll trust to talk to and allow to document his process. And at some point, when he says it's okay, I'm going to reveal a whole bunch of stuff that I've been writing down about this guy. Okay, now I promised I wouldn't mention him on the show, but I'm doing this as an example of, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, you know, an altruistic uh, motivation, okay? Well, when well, you're the only person Chris, that can do a job, you got to do it. Chris, with, with respect to Stanford... I think we're really lucky to have someone who's in a position to be able to do that in the field. Absolutely. I, no question about it. Regardless of whatever anyone else might say, or even some of the comments you'll see me make about you know, the whole issue itself of why we can't see it, I think we're absolutely very lucky to have you in that position. Yeah, and, and we're not fantastic. even talking about the other elders that I'm working with on the Native American tradition. I never talk about that stuff. I never talk about all the all the, the the gratis work that I'm doing from an altruistic point of view because I'm I'm positioned to do it and you know many are called and few are chosen and the few that are chosen better 
ratchet up their freaking game and really do the work. That's all I'm saying. And, and I either inspire people to do things and help them in their process and, and keep publishing or perish, you know? So us, the believers, the true believers, should be glad you're out there doing this work is what you're saying. And I would personally, I tend to agree. I think you're an asset to the field. we got to continue here. There's a lot of stuff going on. We haven't even had a chance yet. Now, there are a number of questions in our forums, and we're down to our last four segments. Who wants to volunteer to read some of them? Bernstate? <laughs> yeah, I've got one just as a follow-up to this, and there's two kind of questions that come together. One's from Tony MC, and the other one's from Ravensfee, and it's all along this question of scientific investigation. And Tony MC asks, in specific, what are the concrete steps that must be taken to turn ufology into something closer to a science, and what would those next steps be? And, and I think a good combo thing that, to go along with this, Ravensfee asks, can you even apply a scientific approach to a subject which by its very nature may be overturning the foundations of traditional science? Boy, excellent uh, combination of questions there. Well, I agree we may have to invent some new rules here, but the first step is to agree that we don't know exactly what's going on yet. We don't have a provable case. We can think that we do, but we can't really prove much of anything. And right now we've been doing the same thing for 60 years. And isn't that the definition of insanity, expecting a different result? Well, we hadn't, we haven't had the different result. So let's take the baby, the bathwater, throw it all out and try something better to try to monitor what's going on and take a fresh approach to looking at it. Do we have to overturn all the rules of science and scientific research? I don't know. But if we do, we do. Chris? Oh, man. I don't particularly agree with that, Gene. I really have a sense that a lot of good work has been done. And I don't think that just because there's a lot of crappy work and a lot of, you know, just, I don't know, people not being up to speed and just uh, deciding to believe whatever it is that, that rings their bell. I don't think all that should be lumped together and thrown out. Uh, no, but the problem here is we need to separate what has been done. I agree. A small number of people have done, if 98% of the work out there is junk, let's get that 2% and let's push the heck out of it. Okay, so a better way to say that is let's identify, and this is Greg Bishop really talking, let's identify the work that's really, uh, it opens up new vistas and new doorways of thinking and and look at the databases, look at the kinds of, of reliable data that we have and, and accept that and maybe throw everything else out. But you've got to make a determination because by saying that none of this is valid, even though there are some people that could really make a strong case that that's, that that's true, I, I, I personally don't believe that. But we've got, to, we've got to, you know, at least decide, somebody somewhere decide what we should keep and use that as a basis to build build a new car that has wheels that aren't going to fly off uh, over the course of 60 years. But that's because the problem. That's the problem. Who's going to make the decision? If you have a scientific field, say geology, okay, there are authorities inside that field who define what gets studied, what's valid. You have peer review, and but you have this over you know, umbrella type of organization for psychology and astronomy and people who decide where the field's going, what's legitimate, what isn't, what gets thrown out. Right. And, what and that's retained. what the journals are all about. And, right. and we don't have anything like that in ufology. 
Okay, we have nothing because and, and who's going to respect it anyway? You know, if if I write a paper in psychology and it's garbage and I fight it, they're they're going to throw me out of the field. Okay, and and nobody's going to listen to me. And I lose all credibility. In ufology, who's going to be the authority, and who is going to succumb to that authority? Okay, where if I write a paper about thinking that extraterrestrials are all from the moon, okay, and the authority comes out and says, no, that paper is not valid because we can show this and that, show them this and that, okay, and then I say, well, I don't care what you say, I'm going to publish it anyway I'm, and, and go off on my own, you know, task. Well, this we- has to be, this has to be, you know, a, a stand-beside effort. I mean, you've right. got to allow everybody's process to continue on the way it's going to continue on regardless. I completely agree. I just don't think that there, I think that there's too many egos in the field that it's just not going to happen. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but there's just too many egos that even if you get an authority type of organization over... Nobody will be able to agree on anything. Right. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. Speaking of egos there, do we have some more questions from the forum there? Well, just we to go along have- with that. Just to go along with this discussion then, because I, I think the cream does rise to the top and, and birds of the feather are going to flock together. Good yeah. stuff is going to happen with people who want to do good stuff. But in thinking of outside of the box stuff, Wade asks a good question. It's a pickup on the Greg Bishop piece. Greg Bishop has mentioned uh, before that if there were any forthcoming answers to the UFO phenomenon, it might come from other seemingly unrelated fields. I, I'd like to know what Gene and Chris feel about this. Are, what are the fields that you think would play a, a, an important role in the future of, of say, ufology? You well, know, consciousness studies, obviously. I mean, that, that, that's a, a given. I think, in this sense, what we are learning about physics, if we want to look at something like mm-hmm. that, learning more about how this universe works, the more we discover about that, the more awareness might come as to what might cause some of the anomalies out there. I've, I've always advocated, exhaust all closed system uh, explanations before we jump to the extra mundane or extraterrestrial. Well, that certainly covers a lot. I mean, the key is, of course, that UFOs are seen here, or at least if they're seen or allegedly reported by astronauts near Earth. That's where we see UFOs. We don't see them on the moon, despite all the stories about that possibility. We're not seeing them on the moon. We're not necessarily seeing them anywhere else. So, yeah, we start here. Mm, I don't know about that, but still, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Okay, well, there's an exception here. Let's hear the exception. Do you think there are strange things going on on the moon? In the rings of Saturn, there's some pretty good, uh, pretty interesting uh, work that's been done. On that, there's um, some, you know, the, the, just talk to Don Ecker about loons or transient phenomena. Um, okay, but you're talking about, first of all, we're learning more about what's going on on other planets, other moons. And that might lead us to some answers. And maybe the lunar mysteries might, although I don't think that's proven yet. We can discuss that later with Gene and Chris and Burnt State, Jeff Crowell, Chris Johnson. Randall, ufology, you're in the super terrific Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, 
Tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and Body Extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. This is Dan Pillett. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. My name is Dell, and I live in El Cajon, California. I was concerned about my cholesterol readings because I knew that high cholesterol is related to clogging of the arteries and increases the risk for heart attack and stroke. One day, I heard an ad for heart and body extract, and I was skeptical, but I decided to give it a try. Man, the numbers don't lie. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com.
Oh boy, that's cool. Should it sounds like something from Nickelodeon. Yeah, or the hippies. Is he, is he a hippie? Is it a hippie movement? I would never have made it as a hippie. Not that I didn't imbibe of substances. No, the super groovy Paracast. Oh, there you go. Okay. Right arm. Okay, let's see. Jeff, can you probe some questions from our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, Raven's Fee asks, who was the worst guest that you've ever had on the Paracast? And follow-up question, who has been the most interesting uh, guest you've ever had on the Paracast? Well, it depends on what the result was. So, for example, Bill Nell might have been one of the worst because he was an out-and-out fake. This goes back a number of years. We had Bill Nell on the show. And we knew before he came on that this guy was a fake. We knew that. It was telegraphed. And we knew that if we presented him at some point in time, he would have basic hung up the phone. Would have happened. So that there is an example, I don't know, of the worst show, but certainly the one where the guest departed early and we knew why. I think entertainingly bad. Entertainingly bad. I'll go for that. Yeah. So I think in terms of worst guest, I think he vies for it. Uh, My answer to that would be there's there's a number of them. You know, Aaron Kaplan really left me cold. Joshua Shapira kind of left me cold. I, I thought those guys didn't, uh, you know, bear well with the um, the questioning. Uh, Jim Sparks, I remember one of the older episodes. Uh, I, wasn't it Biedney that asked him, well, what are the bathrooms like? You were on board that ship for five days? Or well, I think like- the question was, where did you go to the bathroom if you were on the <laughs> ship for so long? How did you go to the bathroom? Did you just let it leak out? We didn't quite make it that graphic, but you get the point. That was a classic question. (laughs) Classic. You know, in terms of uh, of bad shows, I I, you know the the Blake uh, Cousins was unfortunately he got on an hour late. We already had a a chance to really go over the uh, the website uh, that the he and his brother run. Uh, That one was uh, one of the few times I actually kind of got angry. Um, Normally, I keep an even keel as uh, a host of the show. But, but I, I started to get a little hot under the collar uh, about, about the role that, uh, that their website is playing in the field and, and very detrimental role. It's very anti-educational as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's definitely part of the major part of the problem. One of the it's other your- bad episodes of the show is Bill Ryan and Carrie Cassidy. Yeah. Well. It goes back to 2006 and in those days, you see, we put on almost anybody and deal with it, although the greater emphasis was on credible guests. But we get people like that, and we go into their nonsense, and we come out left cold. Yeah. Well, anytime Greg Bishop's on, I, I, I think Greg is one of the unsung heroes of, of real creative thinkers in this field. I really respect his, um, his humor his insight and his encyclopedic knowledge, the guy really does, you know, the, the work in terms of reading the books, meeting the people, ascertaining uh, information, cross-referencing information, and coming up with really good ideas. I think Greg is, is one of my favorite heroes in the field. I think he is too. heard by entirely too few people. Yeah, Micah right. Hanks is another one. I love Micah's uh, brand of thinking. He's very erudite, very well-spoken. Um, anytime he comes on, it's a pleasure. 
Um, I'd like to say Ray Stanford, but he does not represent himself as well as he, he probably should. Uh, although I know, you know, privately, uh, the guy's just an absolute mind blower and he will blow minds, believe me, before he's done. Uh, you know, there's been a number of people. I, I think Richard Dolan is very well spoken, extremely bright. Uh, you know, we were able to ask him tough questions and it doesn't phase him. Um, you know, we could go on and on. I mean, there's been a ton of people on the show. Kevin Randall, even though he's a little acerbic and, you know, kind of hemorrhoidal at times. Uh, oh, boy. Well, I, I would be, too, if I was Kevin Randall and had to deal with the amount of crap that he's dealt with for the last 45, 50 years. You know, yeah. Especially in the last right. year with the subject that shall not be named. Yeah, Let me especially with the Roswell Slides issue, you know, and he can't. It's full of Schmidt as far as he, he can't. He can't Randall it because he knows it's full of Schmidt. Oh, please, please stop it now before we have the little cane that pulls you from the side of the auditorium. OK, Red Pill Junkie is a gem. Yes. I think Absolutely. he's spectacular. I particularly really? enjoy the time that he talked about the possible connection between near-death experiences and UFO abductions. Certainly, Alejandro Rojas from Open Minds is fun. I was on his show just the other week. I don't know if anybody heard it. but Yeah, you were great. I, I listened to it uh, Sunday. I have no idea what I said. Maybe somebody will tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you were very articulate. Oh, must be somebody else. Let's go to another question. I got a follow-up to that one about the, the shows from Tony MC, first-time poster, and, and he had a bunch of good questions uh, for you. But this is, uh, you and Chris, he says, do a decent job of asking probing questions when the guest is full of BS. Which guests have been the most out there while not setting off your BS detectors? I don't know. That's that's impossible to say because if they're out there, they're going to set off our BS uh, detectors. We give we give certain people a little bit of leeway. Uh, J.C. Johnson obviously springs to mind. I mean, yeah. I just don't know what to make of the guy. Uh, you know, I've spent time out in the field with him. Um, he seems to be totally serious. I don't think he's delusional. I think he undergoes some pretty weird experiences, but. You know, where other people's stories get tied in with his stories or, you know, his maybe his recollections uh, get kind of murky here and there. I'll tell you, there's no more entertaining person around a campfire in a spooky place than J.C. Johnson. That guy is a master storyteller. He really is. He's really good. <laughs> Whether he hasn't tweaked my BS meter or not, I mean... You know, there's very few guests that I suspend my my BS meter, and and I do give JC a little bit of extra <laughs> wiggle room because he's so fun to have on. <laughs> you know, who infuriated me was Paula Harris. Oh yeah, oh, this is where she had said at one particular lecture that Billy Meyer was the real deal, and me and Bietney we got together and we pushed her on that score. You said that. And she tried to deny it. Well, this, that, and the other thing. But you said it. You used those words. And it got to be pretty hot and heavy. The other guest that was infuriating because she's trying to make a mystical event out of it, and she seems like a nice person. I've met her a number of times. Lynn Kitai. She's a medical doctor. She should be qualified. She should certainly not be one who accepts too many things. But she has made the Phoenix Lights into some kind of mystical event 
that far overshadows what really happened. What's going to happen is we have to do a break. Let me tell you again to go to plus.theparacast.com to learn about the Paracast Plus, about the ad-free version of this show after the Paracast, and free goodies for long-term subscriptions, plus.theparacast.com. Turnaround is fair play. You're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. The human body is more than 60% water. Your brain and muscles are 75% water. And your blood is 92% water. Water is vital to your body, and alkalizing your water is the key to keep it running at its best. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops keep your entire body healthy, boosts energy, promotes weight loss, and even fights cancer. Call 800-518-7615 or go to alkavision.com to find out more. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Gold isn't for you? Ted Anderson, president of Midas Resources, one of the world's premier gold and precious metal investing firms. I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed that the government is doing a great job, that the Fed will stop handing out trillions of dollars like bailout candy, that Social Security would be there for you. That's not what's happening. You might even pass on gold if the stimulus package wouldn't fuel inflation, or that the dollar wouldn't lose value, or that your retirement would be secure. If all looks rosy to you, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify with gold. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked 30% while gold has risen 300%. Right now, savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. You should too. Find out what they know. Call us and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very well, free. 800-686-2237. 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. No way. Is that a real bullet necklace? No, it's a 9mm bullet necklace with matching earrings, you'll notice. Those are awesome. Where'd you get them? They found them at PatriotNecklace.com. Wow. They have a variety of calibers and necklaces and earrings and keychains. PatriotNecklace.com. PatriotNecklace.com. Your choice of caliber bullet includes a rugged American-made stainless steel dog tag chain. A percentage of every sale goes to military and service-related charities. And get a discount by entering GCN at checkout. Show your patriotism and support our troops with a bullet necklace from PatriotNecklace.com. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich, working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. 
You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. Do you owe the IRS money? Has the IRS garnished your wages or put a lien against your house? The IRS has the power to make you pay back what they claim you owe and will stop at nothing to collect. There is a solution. Call Signature Tax now. Speak with our professionals and feel the weight of your tax burden lifted from your shoulders. Call now for your free and confidential analysis. 800-481-3147. Again, that's 800-481-3147. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So there we go. We've got two more segments left. We're trying to get through your questions. We've got Chris Johnson or CJ, Jeff Crowell. We've got Randall, often known as Ufology, and we've got Burnt State. And we're basically dealing here with questions from listeners in our remaining segments. CJ, you want to tackle a couple and read a well, few for you know, us? I'm not looking at questions in the form, but I've got to follow up on what we were just talking about in the last sure. segment. Can you highlight, you know, one of the, the, the Paracast has a huge back catalog now filled with all sorts of characters that we were talking, some of which we were talking about in the last segment. Are there particular shows that you can highlight that that listeners old and new should you know pay a special attention to i mean i know you definitely mentioned mentioned greg bishop and micah hanks and their episodes are always great are there any other individuals who may have only been on once that you know left you guys with you know impressed i guess and that you would recommend other people go back and check out hmm we've got nearly 500 episodes here the powercast will be 10 years old as of February. There's a lot of stuff there. I think a few guests who haven't been on often would be worth listening to because they might not be around anymore. We have an episode for August 1st, 2006, Dr. Jesse Marcel Jr., because we have the eyewitness, somebody who, when he was a kid, saw what purportedly was the material from the Roswell crash. So that's one, I think, very key example We had him on a couple of times. He wrote a book. And certainly that is the sort of episode, I think, that ends up being a classic, mostly because of the fact that he's no longer here, and therefore what we have is the record of what he had to say. So look that up, anything with that. And the nice thing we've got here on the Paracast, we have a show archive page with every single episode is still there, and you could search it, okay? Yeah, I'd like to add a few uh, names on there. Of course, you know, the two shows that really are dear to my heart are my real um, inspiration in many ways, uh, Dr. Jacques Vallée. Um, Anytime we've had Jerome Clark on, he's an absolute, (laughs) literally, encyclopedia of knowledge. We've had a number uh, of people that we haven't had on very many times. Colonel John Alexander, uh, very interesting, shady in one sense, and sly and, and... kind of wink-wink, but a lot of fun uh, to talk to him. Uh, Again, I mentioned Kevin Randall. I think he was very important. Uh, 
person to bounce stuff off of uh, concerning this latest Roswell Slides thing. Lloyd Arbach uh, doesn't do very many radio shows. He's one of the only people in the United States with a uh, actual degree in parapsychology. Very interesting. We just had Chris uh, Rutowski on. He's very, very good uh, to listen to. And I think he's a, a person that, that just listening to him one time, you can sense this guy really has a sense of what he's talking about and is very grounded. You know, Brad Steiger, we haven't had him on the show for very, uh, you know, in a while. I mean, the guy's written over how many books, Gene? Like 600 or something? I mean, <laughs> It's like 175 or something. The last time Brad Steiger was on, we have to fix that, was November 17th, 2013. Yeah. And by the way, the key about Steiger, and it's very interesting, he was on the very first episode of the Paracast, February 28th, 2006. And the other guest, of course, was the late Jim Mosley. I think if you want to hear someone who is just a gem in the field, Listen to every episode we did with Mostly. We did a number of them. Yeah. Talk about entertaining. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Joseph Farrell, somebody else that I think uh, we should have back on the show. He's very difficult to get as a guest. Um, His whole sort of revisionist, you know, post-World War II, uh, Nazi money, Nazi technology information, extremely well-researched, Oxford research scholar. Stan Gordon, one of my real all-time heroes out in the field, incredible investigator, uh, all the way back to the Kecksburg incident in the early 60s. Uh, his work in Phil- uh, in Pennsylvania is just, you know, nobody has been in the trenches to the degree and extent that he has. A, a very well-spoken and a, and a great guest to have on. He um, will be back shortly. He has a new book out. Right. So we're we've been have in touch with him. School. We're waiting for copies of the book. I don't have one yet. Maybe Chris got his, but as soon as no. we get the book and have a chance to look it over, yeah. we'll definitely have him back on. And, and we're going to have Nick Redfern on. I mean, talk about a guy that is just a workaholic. He has written so many books, is so up to speed on so many subjects. Nick is a real inspiration uh, for me, and I'm sure a lot of people out there, all the accolades that he gets, he deserves them and more. Um, you know, I could go down the line. Who else have we had? Some really cool folks. Uh Albert Rosales in his uh, humanoid sure. uh, database is another one I like. And we want to get him back, too. Okay. So go ahead. CJ, you have another with... question. I mean, I think that was a great answer. I, 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 you know, I just wanted to get you guys on records to help new listeners you know, be able to navigate that back catalog. And I, I couldn't agree more with all of, the, uh, with all of the, the names you guys dropped. It was great. I mean, Brad Steiger is just a fantastic storyteller. Mosley. Yeah, a bunch of classic episodes right there. The key here is that we have an incredible catalog and what we've done, and not everyone does it, we've made that available free, the entire catalog. Now, a lot of people have been saying, you know what, you should put that behind the paywall. I think eventually we might consider that. But right now, before we do that or consider that, if you want to catch up on the Paracast and see how things have changed from the original co-host to Chris and some of the guest co-hosts we had over the years, see how the dynamic of the show has in some respects changed and in other respects not changed at all, because I'm no. still here. <laughs> Why don't you look at our back catalog and enjoy it, yeah. really? One of the things I was going to suggest, too, regarding the back catalog, and I don't know if this is possible, is if at some point, you know, based on a lot of those names and classic back episodes, if there's a way to go back, you know, edit them, you know, edit the commercials or anything out of them and put a select 
few of them behind, you know, as an incentive for Paracast Plus subscribers. That's a good idea. Like featured, uh, you know, or uh, like a uh, Hall of Fame list or a highlight list or yeah, highlighted. You know, you have a Brad Steiger, a Stan Gordon, you know, a Jim Mosley. Like, again, like a lot of the episodes we just talked about here, you edit them out all the commercials, you put them behind, and it's an, it's another incentive to sign up for the Paracast Plus and get a bunch of classic episodes curated, you know, for, you know, people who are interested in that stuff. You know what? I would like to do that. There's only one minor problem with that is when you edit what is an MP3 file, or what they call a lossy right. file. Yeah the quality goes down. Some of the early episodes, we stream them live or at least a recorded version of it and the quality wasn't so great. So we'd have to work with an audio engineer and Chris, maybe you could tackle yeah, this. Yeah, it wouldn't be that difficult to uh, yeah. to be a little bit, EQ it and stuff. I mean, it's not, once you get your settings for the for the particular, uh, you know, particular audio uh, quality of that episode, then you could just let it run. It's not that, that difficult. Well, you know what? Let's think of a few particular guests like a Brad Steiger or a Jim Mosley. Classic episodes. Stick yep. them behind the paywall. You get them if you sign up for the Paracast Plus. So you better hurry and listen to them because I think they're going to disappear <laughs> soon. Okay? I'm being <laughs> serious about here because we're giving you a lot of stuff free of charge that almost every other show out there, they charge for this stuff, you know. Great. We're, Thanks, we're throwing a lot of money on the table. All right. Who's next? I got a question. Shoot. We're going to have to do um, a break in about 45 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Well, here, real quick. Tom1961 um, from forum.theparacast.com um, asks, Gene, uh, we would like to hear more stories from your early days with Jim Mosley. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you know, the thing here is I have to paint the picture, and it's not going to end here. It's probably going to take us to the rest of the show. Now, Jim Mosley hired me as the first full-time employee for Saucer News as managing editor. This goes back to the 1960s. And I made all of $5 an hour, which seems really slightly below minimum wage now. But this is the 1960s, folks. It's like getting, what, $50 an hour now? It was a pretty good salary for a college student. We'll tell you more about that background. We have Turnaround is Fair Play with a panel of guest experts with Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com 
healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the sacral wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the sacral wedgie. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. CJ certainly has another talent. I haven't figured out what it is yet, but we'll continue. Chris Johnson is CJ, Jeff Crowell, Burns State, and of course, Ufology. The question was the early days with me and Jim. So understand here that Jim had this office at 303 Fifth Avenue in New York. And I'd come in there every day. When I was going to school, I'd come in later in the afternoon. But I was there, and it kept me alive. In fact, it was a number of years before I earned that $5 again per hour or more when I started working in broadcasting. It was probably five or six years before I could get that salary again. In any case, 
one day, this guy comes in. He's writing for a major magazine. He starts talking to us. And we got to know this guy. And he was, we didn't realize, somebody who eventually become one of the most significant and innovative thinkers in UFO research. That was John Keel. Just came over one day. He called Jim for an appointment. And that was certainly something really interesting, something unexpected. And we got to know him over the years, but it all happened right there. And that was in the early days with Jim Mosley. Another time, and I've mentioned this before, Jim got a call from Howard Menger, the contactee, the guy who once was considered to be the Jersey Adamski. And he said he had to talk to us. Now, Jim Mosley was somebody who, in his Saucer News magazine, was skeptical of the traditional contactees like Adamski and Menger. But Menger said, let's have lunch. So we went across the street. This is at 303 Fifth Avenue in New York where we had the office. Went across the street to a diner. And we had lunch with him. And he started telling us that he thought that he was part of a government experiment. That the people he met who were supposedly aliens were government agents. So that's a couple of the wacky things that happened way back when. Let's do some more questions if they're out there. Okay. Got a couple of questions here from Blowfish. One of them pretty interesting. During your interviews in the 1950s, 60s, 70s with UFO investigators such as Major Kehoe, Dr. Ivan Sanderson, and John Keel, um, what was their worst fear about the paranormal or UFO subjects? I don't think that was ever expressed by Major Kehoe at all. Major Kehoe wanted to sell the proposition that he felt from the very beginning that UFOs were spaceships, get the word out, have disclosure. Dr. Ivan Sanderson had a lot of fascinating stories to tell, but I don't know if there was a fear. Now, in terms of John Keel, just read his books, you know, because he was looking at UFOs and demonology, and you have to consider the ramifications. He was afraid of everything. Something like that. Also, towards the end of Keel's life, he was a very bitter man. So, yeah, another one from Blowfish says, what's everyone's thoughts on our ancient history and speculation? Do you think that the world's leaders will ever disclose other advanced life forms in our solar system if discovered? Well, you see, that's a debatable question here because we have, number one, whether the leaders know anything that they can tell us. That's the first thing. The second thing is, will events in the future force them to say something? And that could be a massed landing of an alien craft. You know, shades of the day the Earth stood still. A mass landing, certainly they couldn't hide that. But remember here, too, that government officials will have a penchant for secrecy. Witness all the debates over the emails from Hillary Clinton as to what should be secret and what shouldn't be. There's a penchant for secrecy there. And I think if they were going to tell us anything, it would have to be done kicking and screaming with a moral or legal imperative. Otherwise, why say something? A follow-up question from Raven's Fee right on that topic. Do governments, in your opinion, know more about the UFOs than their citizens do? Well, I think they know more about case histories. But whether they know any answers, I don't know. But it goes both ways. They could see a mystery that they don't want to confront or a mystery they can't solve and they don't want to admit, hey, we're being visited by things we don't know what they are. I think it was a a simple equation. The more you know, the more confused you are. The government knows a hell of a lot more than we are, so they're a hell of a lot more confused. So there. 
Okay, here here we go. Uh, last one from Raven's Fee. Uh, it says, confession time. What's the thing you're most embarrassed about believing in or being involved in since being interested in this subject? Oh, boy. <laughs> you know what? I've always taken the attitude that I never 100% believed anything. I accepted the fact that weird things were going on, but I didn't have a final answer. And the nice thing about that is you aren't disappointed. You might be disappointed with a person not turning out to be what you hoped they would be. Like, I'll give you an example of that. I think I was more impressed with Stanton Friedman early on, but he's become very doctrinaire in his approach to UFOs, and he has a certain expectation of what they are, and you can never move him away from that. He's locked into it, and that disappoints me. Well, how does a person that doesn't believe in anything answer a question about what I believe in? That's true. I don't believe any of it. None of it. I, I have a hard time believing I'm on. I'm sitting here doing a taping with these disembodied voices uh, coming out of my computer. Well, you know they're not real. That's Siri doing her impressions. How do I know I'm not going to wake up and this whole lifetime was a dream? Well, it's a matrix reality. Exactly. I mean, I could die uh, at some point uh, in the distant future, and all of a sudden I'd wake up and go, wow, that was the coolest lucid dream I think anyone could ever have. And I'd be sitting in some uh, with 50 virgins uh, in a in a pool of uh, lava. And I was some like, uh, you know, creature that lived in a, you know, a a 2000 degree, uh, you know, environment. Who knows? I don't believe any of it. This really brings me to a question I got to ask because I have to go back to this. What if when that happened, you looked over and there was the tape recording from the hypno session you had as a child? (laughs) Cool. Well, at least I, I, because I'll tell you, my mother, she said, no, and don't ask me again. Can you get your hands on that? That would be cool. Well, there's a lot of stuff that my my parents went to the grave with that I wish I got my hands on. Believe me, uh, a lot of things worth a lot of dough. You got to try and get that. You got to find that doctor in his warehouse and his old box. Ivor Birkeland. You know, I don't know. You know, good. Good idea. Uh, you know, we're talking almost, well, 45 years ago. So, you know, maybe. <laughs> Let me ask you, folks. I know some of you have little things going on in terms of blogs and stuff. Burn State, do you have any place online we can find out more of what you do? No, I keep that all pretty much secret and, and don't expose it to anybody outside of the work that I've done on uh, Greg Bishop's show and here on the Paracast. Jeff Crowell. No, not really. I'm on Facebook. Other than that, I'm just a casual observer these days. You used to have a blog. I did. I used to have a blog. used to have a paranormal research group. I did join MUFON the other day. CJ, do you have any <laughs> place where one can find more of your work? Nope. Total stealth presence, just like Burnt State. But ufology, you sure do. You have a couple of seconds here to tell us about it. We've got uh, the Ufology Society International at ufopages.com. USI, baby. That's right. I'm a card-carrying member. Hey, and well-deservingly so. An award-winning member. (laughs) Flattery will get you uh, maybe a little bit somewhere. Let me tell you again, folks, about the Paracast Plus. We did this in response to requests to have an ad-free version of the show. Go to plus.theparacast.com. You sign up for a year. You sign up for five years. Or if you just want to do it on the cheap and try it out, sign up for month to month. You get the ad-free version of the show, higher quality audio. We also have a second show called After the Paracast, which is... Color commentary. Sometimes we just can't do it all on the main show, so we continue 
on After the Paracast, just as we did with Walter Bosley the previous week. In fact, this discussion will continue positively on After the Paracast. We've got more to do. We're also giving away a couple of ebooks from Chris O'Brien. For a one-year subscription to the Paracast Plus, you get Secrets of the Mysterious Valley. For five years, we add a second book, Stalking the Tricksters. To learn more, go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. Chris O'Brien's site is ourstrangeplanet.com. That's if you want to donate to the San Luis Valley Camera Project. That's the place to go. Burnt State, Jeff Crowell, Chris Johnson, Ufology, thank you for joining us this week on the Paracast. Thanks for opening yourselves up to the listeners to, to engage in this show. Thank you very much for having us. Really enjoyed our time on here and uh, all the interesting uh, insight and answers to the questions that were posed by us and the forum posters. I appreciate the invitation to take part in this, and I appreciate you guys doing a show on Turn the Tables. Glad to be on the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.